You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. Right now here on youtube.com slash the fantasy football show soon in about 12 minutes we'll be going live on CBS Sports Radio 1580 AM the fanatic a show I have done for 16 straight years. This show is the longest running fantasy football radio show in the world. It has been going for 23 years and I have been blessed to be a part of it for 16 straight years. It's where I got my my career started dropping bold predictions on the show 16 years ago and and Russ is uh just awesome he's he's a dinosaur in the industry um been doing it 23 years and he brought me on 16 years ago to do this one hour segment every single it has been Tuesdays in years past but every single Wednesday during the fantasy football season just like 16 straight years you'll find me on for a full hour talking fantasy football it's one of the the best times I have during the entire week. I love going on this show. It's on CBS Sports Radio, 1580 AM, but you can watch it live streamed from my side of the fence every single Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern, which is about to be in 11 minutes. So get ready. We're going to do a little Q&A until we pop off live on CBS Sports Radio. So ask away and let's get let's get on it. Let's get ready for week 3. What's up, Gabriel, Bender, Francisco, my ball, Gabe, James, Ryan, Bender, uh, what's going on, buddy? Mercado, Mercado's in the house, where you been? James, Poke, Doobie Snacks is in the house again, Doobie's now a regular, Doobie's a longtime sleeperu.com member, but he is new to the, the fantasy football show in terms of being in the lives, but I like having him here. MD's in the house. Should I should have a, my question answered for that? Bender, what is your question? I'm still the only thumbs up. Not yet. We got 12 all of a sudden, but hey, hit the thumbs up. Punch it on your way in. Bender, where's your question? Bender, Bender, Bender. Bender, Bender. I'm still the only... Where's your question? Should I have a question? I don't see your question. Big Buffalo... In the house. Polycat in the house. Can I get a bell ring for the first thumbs up? How you like that? Alright guys. So can't wait. We're eight minutes out. They're going to call. I better open up Skype. They'll be dialing me up here. And we'll be going live as we do every single Wednesday. Here at 10 p.m. Eastern until 11 p.m. Eastern. Fournette or Monty? I go Monty this week, but I am a little bit of a dice roller when it comes to Montgomery. But I, I like that he got a touchdown last week. They seem ready to use him a little more. He's going to get better and get more touches every single week. I'm not a big Fournette fan at all. And let me just skip through this. All right. And I need to post this link over on... Uh, on sleeperu.com. If you guys don't know, sleeperu.com has one of the best forums, if not the best. I'm a little biased, but I think it's the best forum in the fantasy football industry. So if you need a place to chatter outside of YouTube, get on over to sleeperu.com. The forum membership is free. All right. 
Anybody from sleeperu.com could drop a link and just say Smitty's live and and I don't know if you can copy the link and post it in there. That would help me out so I don't have to go do that. That would be great. So if anybody can do that that's on sleeperu.com, I'd appreciate that. Okay, questions. Do I think Camara will suffer now? Let me tell you my thoughts on Alvin Kamara. And if I missed your question, I'm sorry, post it again in a second. Alvin Kamara could this could be a good thing for Alvin Kamara. Now, if 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 they were using him properly, of course, I'd rather have a healthy Drew Brees commanding that Saints offense. Um, and then on top of that, you know, have Kamara firing on all cylinders and then just nothing changed. But the fact that they weren't using Kamara properly, that could have continued. I don't know what their deal is, this coaching staff not util- utilizing the abilities that Alvin Kamara has and moving him all over the field, running him more. Uh, I-, I don't get why they weren't utilizing him. And maybe that would have changed even if Drew Brees had stayed. But I do know one thing. You take Drew Brees out of this offense, they're going to probably lean on the run more than they were. And while that would be a bad thing if, let's say, Baker Baker Mayfield went down. And then you're like, well, now what's going to happen to Chubb? Is Chubb going to do better? Probably not. Chubb's probably going to see more eight-man fronts. He's probably going to... Uh, see less first downs, more three and outs, and that means that he's going to be in less scoring situations. A QB going down, a star QB going down for a team does not grant that rushing attack an advantage. And I don't know why everybody says that when that happens. Oh, they're going to run more now that the QB's out. It depends on the situation. So, for Alvin Kamara, he's got two pretty crafty mobile QBs in that Well, I should say Taysom Hill is mobile. But, um... I think they're going to utilize Hill a lot, and I think it's going to keep defenses honest. They're going to have Hill out in the flat as a receiver. They're going to have Kamara all lined up all over the field, and they'll run Lat Murray a little bit. I, th- I do think Lat Murray gets hurt a little bit by this. I think Mike Thomas you have to worry about a little bit, but I think he still gets fed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He might have less TD opportunities, so we will take a tiny bit of a hit. But remember that Drew Brees is coming back. Drew Brees will be back in week 10-ish. So there's a good chance that we get hit for a little while, but then Brees comes back and and things get back to normal. My thinking is they run Kamara a lot, but defenses will be kept in check and honest because that passing attack will be, I think, good enough. And we'll probably talk about that with uh, Russ on the show when they call up here. In six minutes, give or take. Got to get my uniform ready. Link is posted. Thank you, Larry. I can always count on Larry. QB's dropping like flies, says Blue. Parker, I still got Kelsey. We might have asked a question up above. Should I trade Barkley? And Thielen for Zeke and Evans, non-PPR. I think you should make that trade, yes. I was going to say, like, absolutely without question. But, 
Um, I do think that there is an argument to be made there. Last week we had a problem with uh, Skype. I'm hoping Skype is okay now. I'm, when I put Russ on when they call, tell me if you guys can hear them clearly. Super chat from Thomas. Thank you for the super chat. Always appreciated. And it jumps you right to the front of the line. Miles Sanders, Curtis Samuel, Penny, or DK PPR. I'm going to roll with Curtis Samuel for now. And could that change? Absolutely. But for right now, DK too. You could go either way. And Joku, broken wrist. You seem to be cursing everyone except Mahomes, Smitty. Henry, I've landed more than Mahomes, bro. Come on. Henderson being dropped in leagues. Yeah, well, I'm scooping up. I've already scooped up Malcolm Brown, and I'm holding the duo. And I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait in my little corner of the world and and wait for Gurley to pull up and all of a sudden be out a string of games. And then we'll we'll see what people are saying. Now, granted, that could be Malcolm Brown getting a ton of the work, but you will then see Henderson on the field. And that's all I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Henderson to get his little crack in that little offensive line. And then once he gets a little space, he's going to show how special he is, and he might get his shot. Everybody jumping ship after two weeks. That's okay. I'm fine with it. I'm not getting bent out of shape by it. I'm fine with everybody dropping Henderson left and right. That's You can do it if you want to. And if you're in a small league, maybe you have to. Damian Williams and Diggs for Mike Thomas. Absolutely consider that at this point with Damian Williams injured. Um, Darwin Thompson, I hope you didn't drop him. In some cases, you guys might have had to in a medium to small size league. But Darwin Thompson was the must-own handcuff. And yes, LaShawn McCoy kind of crapped on that situation a little bit and that sucked for a little bit but shady is like 95 years old and there's a really 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 good chance that darwin thompson is going to shine enough if he's called upon this week and we will see we will see but if he's called upon enough we just might see this guy do do really well and earn himself a grip of playing time and in an opportunity because I really like Darwin Thompson. There's also a chance that LaShawn McCoy is able to play. He looks iffy. And if he plays, maybe, you know, Darwin doesn't get as much run as we think. But I'm pretty confident that Darwin is going to look pretty good. Larry, Darius. He says, Darius, I like Williams. Jeremy with the super chat. Devonta Freeman or Waller. God, what a crazy question like a, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> and I got to probably say Waller in PPR at this point, Jeremy. He's the safer option by far. But, man, what a turn of events in just two weeks. Now, I say that, and I tell you also not to have knee-jerk reactions. So you got to make the call for yourself. What is knee-jerk and what is time to react? You're not always going to say... I'm going to wait on this guy. I'm going to wait on this guy. But I think there's there's places where you need to be careful not to have a knee-jerk reaction. And there's also places like with Devonta Freeman where it's time to be like, okay, if I can get rid of him for anything even close to solid, maybe it's time. Drop Chris Thompson for Darwin. Uh, what's the news look like on Darwin as of this moment? 
It looks like the last news I saw was that McCoy was not practicing. Damian Williams sidelined, leaning toward potentially seeing Darwin Thompson playing a significant role, if not starting. Um, they also have Daryl Williams. Um, so there's no lock of anything. Let's just put it that way. Look at Demarcus last week taking over. Where was Sammy Watkins? We don't know what's going on. All we know is Pat Mahomes is going to deliver to all of these people. He might rotate them, but Pat Mahomes is going to eat, and he's going to feed. We just don't know who he's going to feed. Thoughts on Henry? I like Derrick Henry at the right price. Smitty, thoughts on Will Fuller? I think he could bounce back. Meikle Hardman or Demarcus Robinson rest of season? I think Robinson for now. Uh, but, man, that could change on the weekly, and I'm admitting that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. Nobody in their right mind knows. Pat Mahomes might not even know. Um, buy low, Juju. Buy low, Kamara. Buy low, um, Mike Thomas. Buy low, David Montgomery, if he still can. How's it going? Hey, what's going on, Smitty? Oh, pretty good. Uh, Let me. This is the studio line, right? Uh, yeah, line? yeah, it sure is. Let me switch over to my other mic and just make sure you can hear me okay. One second. All righty. How's that? Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Okay, perfect. All right, we'll be coming back here in about a minute. All right, thank you. At the end there. How much FAB am I dropping on Robinson, Aguilar, Darwin? That all depends on your league, man. There's some leagues where I literally, the way that the league runs, you have to drop $100 out of your 100 like if you want a guy. And you have to spend every dime on him. And so everybody rotates doing that, and then everybody's out of money by week five, six, and then we all go free dollar, you know, free pickups the rest of the year. Uh, NFL fans and fantasy football fanatics, it's time to get into... Can you guys hear that? Talking fantasy football in the NFL with Russ Bliss on AM 1580, The Fanatic, and also on 99.3 FM. The Red Zone is brought to you by Teasy Brothers Pizzeria and Sports Grill. Located in the Bell Canyon Pavilions just west of I-17 on Bell Road, Santeezy Brothers features award-winning pizzas, wings, classic Italian dinners, boar's head subs, burgers, baby back ribs, fresh seafood, and much Santeezy Brothers also has a yeah, sports fan's yes, yes, ultimate viewing experience. The wide wall of sports. Over 50 flat screen high-def televisions on one wall and over 100 flat screen HD TVs in all. There's a game room with pool tables, dartboards, and weekly poker tournaments. For more info on nightly specials and events, go to SanteeziBrothers.com or like Last Santeezy time you guys Brothers couldn't hear it, so I was a little... Uh... If it's Santeezy Brothers, forget about it. Now it's time to enter the red zone. Here's your host, NFL and fantasy football Let's analyst... Get it Welcome back. Hour number two of the Red Zone on 1580 AM, 99.3 FM, and in the East Valley at 95.9 FM. The Fanatic, Arizona's new home for the NFL and Super Bowl 54. I'm Russ Bliss, live at Santeezy Brothers Pizzeria and Sports Grill, my home away. Is that volume better? Season. I am out here broadcasting live 
every Wednesday evening from 6 to 8, inviting you to come out and play the free Fantasy Football Challenge. It's a new game every week that we do. I've been doing it for 20 years out here at Fantasy Brothers. All you got to do is pick a roster. You guys can barely hear me now. Running backs, two wide receivers and a kicker. Only caveat, no two players from the same team. And if you have one of the top three entries that I receive for the week, you get cash. How about me? On your Fantasy Brothers VIP card. $50 for first place, $30 for second place, $20 for third place. Let me again congratulate our winners in week number two. First place, Kim Berg of Surprise. Money. Second place, Gary Thompson of Phoenix. And third place, Lisa Teschler of cool. Glendale. Congratulations to all of them. I can be announcing your name on the radio program next Wednesday evening, but only if you come out tonight, tomorrow night, or if you came out last night. There. Because even though I am not on the Rose air on Tuesdays Thursdays, I am still out here at Santisi Brothers from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. I'm sitting in the exact same place. I am inside the restaurant just before the entrance to the game room, and I am always wearing a classic Rams jersey. Tonight I've got my classic white Marshall Falk jersey on. Tomorrow it could be my James Laurinaitis jersey. It could be one of my Kurt Warner jerseys. It could be my Steven Jackson jersey. It could be any number of jerseys that I have uh, back at the house because I do have quite a few of them. What I'm still looking for is I really, really want a classic throwback number 74 Merlin Olsen jersey. That is one that I really, really want. And the only time I've seen them is autographed versions of them that are in frames that cost several hundred dollars. And I just not going to pay that for something that I'm going to take out of the package and I'm going to wear because I don't believe in having dustables. Anyways. Joining us now on the program from the Fantasy Football Show and SleeperU.com, our good buddy Smitty. Smitty, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good, Russ. Man, I look forward to the show more and more every single year, especially given I've got this YouTube crew of people just sitting huddled in a room listening as well. Um, we, we range between 100 and 300 people in the room with my live my lives that I do now. So we just hit 3,000 subscribers. It's been seven months only, Russ. That the fantasy football show has been on YouTube, and uh, 3,000 subscribers that quickly is actually quite a bit. And it's just the the, the watch minutes. I'm over 3.2 million watch uh, watch minutes per 28 days. That's insane for a show that just started. When we get uh, a little later on in the year, when we get uh, to like week 16, because of course uh, week 16 this year or week 17, I do believe that very last week. Uh, I want to say it's Christmas Eve on a Tuesday. It's Christmas Day on a Wednesday. So I'm not going to be on the air at all on those days. Uh, so I just might have to drive over to your place, see if I can cram myself somewhere in a corner of the studio and join you for one of those shows. Uh, Russ, I got another mic. It's, it's just like the one I'm using now set up for this marker board and magnet board where I do mock drafts. You could, you could stand right there or I could switch it. You could sit in my seat. I'd be happy to have you. It'd be my honor. Uh, we're going to have to work out the details on that as we get further along into the season. And, of course, it's not just the fantasyfootballshow.com on YouTube. It is also sleeperu.com. Tell everyone about sleeperu.com and what you do there. Uh, Russ, I, I, sorry I keep giving you a lot of credit here, but you, you put me on this platform 16 years ago when I started dropping some of the bull predictions that, that landed, and it really created this niche for me in the fantasy football space where, you know, bold predictions, bold thinking, 
Boulder rankings, ranking stuff like the day after the Super Bowl, I'm doing mock drafts and rankings. And now that that's become trendy, but really doing those bold predictions on sleeperu.com is where you can find them now. Um, that's that all started on this radio show. And, and so, you know, if you want bold rankings, you want, we want bold takes all year, dynasty content, trade calculator. Um, that's all. You can find that all at sleeperu.com. Um, but thefantasyfootballshow.com also will direct you right over to my YouTube show. So if you ever get lost and you don't know how to get back to the YouTube show, you just go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. But these are both my babies, Russ. I, I treat them both with the same kind of kindness and care. Uh, but they are my two brands uh, that really reside under one house. Now, Smitty, there are a lot more injuries this week. Uh, who are some of your free agents that you're uh, uh, targeting heading into week number three? Yeah, there, there are. It, God, it depends on what you know league you're in, the size and everything, because there could be you know players that shouldn't be available. Um, and so, make sure you you ask a question if there might be like some big name guy available in your league. But like Terry, scary Terry McLaren is is, is such a good wide receiver. And he could end up being the Washington Redskins receiver. Could end up being the best rookie uh, from this class, Russ. He is so talented. Uh, I did not see him coming to the degree that he's bringing it. Uh, Darwin Thompson, you need to pick up. Even and the, the McLaren, McLaren pickup is something you do in redraft, but especially Dynasty. He's probably not available in Dynasty, but um, definitely check or trade low. But Darwin Thompson could be looking at significant playing time in Week Three, if not the start. We, I, I don't know if you have any updates on McCoy, but the last I heard, Damian Williams and McCoy weren't practicing. Damian Williams, they've been very quiet about, and, and McCoy, they're like, we'll wait and see. Even if McCoy plays, Darwin's going to be that second back in their two-back rotation, and he's so explosive that I, you know, I'd start him at flex in a larger league, even knowing that McCoy was playing some. Uh, Mostert, the running back for the 49ers, is a guy to pick up. Breda as well. Um, Jalen Samuels looked like he may be leaning toward being a start in week three until news broke that Connor was actually doing okay. Test came back, I guess, positive on his, I think it was his knee, right? So mm-hmm. it looks like Connor's going to maybe play. But if you remember last year, Russ, when Connor got hurt and Jalen Samuels came in, Connor immediately said, I'm playing. And then he didn't end up playing, and he sat out, what, multiple weeks? So I don't know that I trust Connor because <laughs> Connor thinks he's always playing. Um, Jalen Samuels is a great pickup and stash because at some point I think Connor will break down. Debo Samuel looks like uh, Steve Smith meets Anquan Bolden, a uh, potential rising star in the NFL. And even in redraft, he looks really good. Meikle Hardman. Probably the most attractive pickup in most leagues is Demarcus Robinson. I think he's owned in only 5% of leagues heading into you know, the waiver wire claims that some people already initiated in their league. Some, some people are doing those tonight. But Demarcus Robinson, he could fade away and do nothing, or he could be Pat Mahomes' favorite target. Could he rotate, maybe, uh, Pat Mahomes through these wide receivers each week? But Mar- Mar- Demarcus Robinson is a bigger wide receiver, a bigger target. And if anybody's capable of, I think, kind of coming out of nowhere, uh, you know, Sammy Watkins, people expected okay things. But you've got to say he kind of came out of nowhere in week one. Because if you're starting him, you're starting him as your flex or you benched him. Uh, Robinson's the one guy out of all these receivers, even Hardman. I like Hardman a lot for the future, but Robinson has the most appeal, I think, to keep it going for multiple weeks. You know, you mentioned Debo Samuel and San Francisco. It was supposed to be uh, 
Goodwin and Dante Pettis were going to be the starters. Dante Pettis just has completely, like, what has happened to this kid? He looked like as though he could really come along last year, and this year he just, he's got no fire. They tried to light a fire under him during all of training camp. Nothing seemed to really motivate him, and now he looks disinterested out there on the field. Yeah, uh, it kind of reminds me of Robert Foster. I really liked Robert Foster in Buffalo. I thought he was going to come out on fire the way he finished and how efficient he was, and he's nowhere to be found, and there's no real explanation for that either. Pettis, there's not a real explanation, I think, as to why he's not emerging or what's going on there. A lot of people were high on him early in the offseason, then it kind of tapered off, then it kind of swung back around the hype. And, uh, you know, Debo is the guy. Debo is the player that I think not only does he have the future upside, he now finally grabbed a hold in week two because he was nowhere to be found in week one. He finally grabbed a hold of that now potential as well. And I think uh, McLaurin, uh, Debo Samuel, even A.J. Brown looks really good in in Tennessee. And I didn't think he was going to look good because, I, you know, his QB situation isn't isn't near what it, it needs to be for a guy like that to thrive as a rookie. But he's so polished. He's such a good route runner. And uh, he's so talented. He could emerge later in the year. And then, of course, Hollywood Brown. Does he continue to do this? And, and produce Russ. What are your thoughts on Hollywood moving forward? Uh, you know, I wasn't a big fan originally when. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Baltimore selected him, but he's definitely turned my uh, thinking around in the first two weeks of the season. I think that Hollywood Brown is definitely a guy that you got to keep minutes. your eye on and is going to be something really special in this league, possibly for many years to come. I mean, he just has jets that yeah. you just don't every day and with the way that Lamar Jackson has really asserted himself as a quarterback instead of just you know as a running quarterback or any of those asterisks that you would put next to him because he's not your typical pocket passer he continues to develop the way that he has so far and there's a lot of hope in Baltimore for big things to come yeah and another guy Russ I want to throw out there Mason Rudolph Um, don't sleep on him if you need a QB he, he, I've said for about a year now, when everybody asks me a question like, hey, who's some guy no one knows could be really, really good? And I always kind of find my way to throw out Rudolph in that conversation because whenever he's got in there, he's looked really, really precise, um, fits in really well into the offense, knows what he's doing. And I would not be surprised that the Pittsburgh Steelers started looking really pretty, pretty darn good. And we revived the value of at least, you know, whether it's Samuels or Connor, but that running attack. We revive the value of McDonald because clearly he has a rapport with McDonald. And then you see Juju get back to business um, at wide receiver. So I really like that the idea of Rudolph in there over Ben. I think it really sparks something for this offense. And then James Washington, that's his former teammate, people forget. Yeah, 
Hey, Smitty, we're up against the break. We're going to put you on hold. We'll bring you up on the other side. I've got a few more questions for you. Also want to get in some uh, questions on the text line, 888-368-1580. And if you've got people in the chat room there at the Fantasy Football Show uh, on YouTube, would love to get some of those in as well in uh, the coming segment. Sound like a plan? Yes, sir. Awesome. He's Smitty. Check him out at the Fantasy Football Show. He's doing his show live right now on YouTube, so you can check him out there. And, of course, you can catch him here in the Red Zone in the 7 o'clock hour every Wednesday evening throughout the course of the regular season here on 1580 AM, 99.3 FM, the Fanatic, Arizona's new home for the NFL and Super Bowl 54. I'm Russ Bliss. We'll be right back here in the Red Zone, live from Santisi Brothers on the Fanatic. Okay, we'll put that on hold and talk a little. Q&A with you guys. Thank you, Polly Cat. Says I'm rolling. He's rolling. All right, what do you got for me? Do you start Marcus Hollywood, Marquise Hollywood Brown over Kenny Galladay or Cooper Cup? That is quite a tough one. What a dilemma you're in. Um, am I crazy to go Galladay? I just like Galladay a lot. I go Galladay. But, man, you could get that wrong, I don't know, five times out of ten every single week, if not seven. You might regret benching Kenny. Trade my Devonta Adams and Damian Williams for Alvin Kamara and Tyler Lockett. I make that trade. I make that trade. I go get Lockett and Kamara. Jake, you love this dynasty move. I have Mahomes, Zeke, Fournette. Uh, Hill, A.B., Cooper. I traded Wentz, Mixon, and Mike Williams and Hawkinson for Kamara and Nikhil Harry. I like it. Don't give up on... uh, Got that thing right in my face. Don't give up on Nikhil Harry, guys. Everybody's so quick to be like, Ha ha, Smitty! You you thought Nikhil Harry was going to be good? He's not on the field! Give him a chance, man. In Dynasty especially. That was a dynasty. He's on my bold predictions list, and he's a Dynasty prediction. In one to two years, so entering his third year, I think he's going to be a monster. So it's week two, and he's been hurt, and everybody's like, wow, what a bad call. Drop him. I dare you. Brandon Cooks, Hollywood, or Christian Kirk? I roll with... Hollywood for right now. You almost have to. Weaponry. They secure our information. Just checking to make sure we weren't live. Alright, give me a question. Who? Someone give me a really darn good question. Short. Nothing long. No paragraphs. Give me a like a two-line, like almost one-line question that's awesome. And I want to I ask Russ this question. Give me... Toss out a couple. The best question. Best running back cuff to own. That's a pretty good one, MT. I like that one. Monty over Carson. Okay, let me write these two down. Let me open up a notepad here. Monty. Wow me with a question and I'll put it up. MT said best running back cuff to own. And then uh, Mark Monty over Carson. I like that one. Mark, I already got you. I'll read yours if we 
what you were buying, or you overpaid. And Traded Zeke. Is it worth trading Edelman? Yeah. Trade Alshon and Fournette for Juju in a heartbeat. Go get Juju on the low. I can't believe how low Kamara, Juju, all these guys are. It's crazy. And coffee with Monty, Saturday morning, 6 till 8 a.m. On your new home for sports. Um, hey, Smitty, should I trade Carrion for Mixon and Tyrell? I'm not even a, a Mixon fan, but, that you know, it's close. I'd probably rather have Carrion right now, but... But I don't know that you could... That's a tough one, man. Monty or Scary Terry. In week three, I still go Monty. In Dynasty, I definitely go Monty. But I like both. Sports Talk Station. Oh, you are killing it back there in the studio. Nicely done. Nothing okay. Like oh, sweet. Welcome back to the Red Zone. Talking fantasy football in the NFL. On 1580 AM, 99.3 FM, the Fanatic, Arizona's new home for the NFL in Super Bowl 54. I'm Russ Bliss, live at Santisi Brothers Pizzeria and Sports. On the phone with me, our guest, Smitty, from the Fantasy Football Show and SleeperU.com. Smitty, uh, before we get to uh, doing the uh, texts uh, that we have in our various chat rooms, and what I'd like to actually do is we'll go back and forth on it. You know, I'll ask a question, you ask a question, we'll... Go ahead and banter them back and forth. Okay. Um, like a plan in sounds, a few moments. Sounds good. But before we do that, let's go ahead and talk about a couple of things. You know, you mentioned Jalen Samuel uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, if James Conner's going to be out any period of time. You know, a guy that they drafted back in April, Benny Snell, was one of the uh, running backs, not a superior athlete, but ultra-productive at the collegiate level. And last week, you know, all throughout preseason, he didn't look like as though he was really uh, – NFL quality caliber type running back, but last week when asked to carry the football and catch a few passes, he certainly looked very good for the Steelers last week. Yeah, he's definitely one of those, like, you want the duo. You want to have Samuels and Snell together, and if you can't do that, you're probably playing in a, a league where you have, like, two or three bench running backs. You're in a Yahoo league. Then, yeah, you can't afford to house all of those backup running backs. So it kind of depends. You need the context of your league in order to get that kind of advice and apply it. But in general, if you're in like teams leagues that we do, Russ, where you have like 18 players, um, you can afford to, to burn a spot. And I think Samuels and Snell are very much like Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson. You have people jumping ship left and right on Daryl Henderson saying, I, I want no part of him now. He, does, he looks like garbage. He's only got one carry. How does he look like garbage? You have to wait on these, these stash plays. You can't overreact after two weeks and be like, why isn't he in there? Well, injuries have to happen. Uh, struggling uh, starters have to, you know, they have to struggle. And I think with Samuels and Snell, it's only a matter of time to me before Connor either gets hurt or keeps struggling and they decide to just kind of ease Samuels in there. But but I think if you own both, Russ, you're sitting on like a lottery ticket. Maybe you don't cash it in, but it's worth taking a, a stab on. I, I like both. How's How about a lottery ticket in Dallas? I mean, you only get to play the Miami Dolphins once a season if you're lucky, and uh, the Dallas Cowboys get to host the 
hapless, hopeless, helpless Miami Dolphins this week. Unfortunately, they lose Michael Gallup for the next two to four weeks with meniscus. Uh, who's going to step up that wide receiver in Dallas, and do you think that they're worth picking up and playing this week for the Desperate? Yeah, like Smith is one of the, the guys everybody keeps talking about. Um, Cobb, is Cobb healthy? Let me just make sure Cobb's healthy. I'm pulling up uh, Randall Cobb. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, so it's tough to know. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, this this defense gives up a ton. And you have to wonder which which guy's going to step up. You have uh, – let me pull up the, the news real quick. What did Cobb do the last couple weeks? I'm trying to find his, uh, his stat. Okay. Uh, the, the, the first week he was actually targeted a bit more and, you know, actually looked like as though he was going to yeah, replace five catches, 24 yards this past and weekend. And this past week, I think he had yeah. five catches for 24 yards. Thanks, Chief. And, uh, you know, yeah. it was just more of a safety valve. Yeah, Devin Smith, it's tough to know if, you know, I, I think that's a, that's a decent play. Uh, Devin Smith had three catches for 74 and a touch. But I don't know. I don't know that I, I start him. I'd rather probably... That's a tough one, Russ. You threw a tough one at me. I don't know the answer to this one. Um, I'm <laughs> gonna... Yeah, you what? Yeah, I, I think my technical director came in and said he beat Josh Norman. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, Devin Smith, it looks like I'm reading what they have on Roto, Roto World here. Uh, Smith offers boomer bust upside. The Cowboys suddenly explosive offense against the, the, the pitiful, yeah. So it looks like some people are going to probably, I guess, lean on him as like a third or fourth wide receiver. If you're struggling with injuries, maybe he is your flex. But Cobb, Cobb probably, you know, if healthy, and he's always, you know, he's got to worry about that. I think it's probably the safer bet. Um, so he has 11 uh, targets in two weeks. They're all very short passes, but that's what Cobb does. But 11 targets isn't bad. He's obviously getting the targets, and, and if, if – if they're going to be without Gallup, he's probably going to see seven to ten. Well, that makes sense to me. Hey, Albert, if we go ahead and start answering some of those questions that we do have uh, on our uh, message boards, eight 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 three six eight fifteen eighty is the text line to get into this show. Of course, Smitty has got the uh, room open at uh, the Fantasy Football Show on YouTube, and I'm sure there are questions in there. Uh, I'll go ahead and I'll get started. Uh, Anonymous uh, sends in our players that are suspended, like Kareem Hunt, Golden Tate, and Chris Herndon, fantasy relevant when they get back. Smitty, you want to tackle that one? Um, Herndon, who were the other two? Golden Tate and Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt definitely has relevance. That's about the only guy that I I would really worry about right now. I mean, Tate, I guess if you're in a deep league and you need a wide receiver, um, and and I think Daniel Jones is going to be pretty good. So if he does lean on him, he could be – relevant so I, I guess it depends on the size of your league I think Hunt I, I really worry about Chubb staying healthy and I think if a guy's going to get hurt a guy that's big, a big runner abusive runner like he is abusive to those that try and hit him those that he hits and uh, Hunt by you know weeks 10 11 12 13 that's when guys get hurt and and I think that it's just a real good bet to have Hunt on your bench I don't know why Chubb owners even are leaving him out there. It's worth it to safeguard your top five to ten running back. And Chubb still has that appeal. I know we're, we're two weeks in. People are starting to draw conclusions and say, I don't know if Chubb's going to be the guy that I drafted. Well, then even more so, you need to go grab Kareem Hunt before we get even closer to people talking about it, talking about what's going to happen when Hunt comes back. 
you know, right now people aren't going to be so quick to say Hunt would take his job. But if Chubb struggles, let's say, for four straight weeks, you're going to have a lot of people talking about what happens when Hunt comes back. So, yeah, grab him now. Okay, you fire away on one for me. Uh, yeah, I had a couple of really uh, good ones. Uh, let me pull that up here. Uh, first one was from MT. He said, best running back cuff to own. And I'll throw that to you first, and then I'll answer it. So, of any running back that's considered a cuff right now in the NFL, which which is the best running back to own? Wow, there are so many options on this one. But if there's going to have to be one best running back cuff, I'm going to say it's going to be Austin Ekelar to Melvin Gordon. Now, Gordon, of course, has not reported yet, so Ekelar is definitely getting all of the carries or most of the carries uh, in Los Angeles for the Chargers. But when Gordon comes back, which ought to be about week four, week five, maybe week six, I think that he steps right back into being the featured running back and having Austin Ekelar behind him is a must because up until, like, I want to say the last two years, Melvin Gordon has had problems staying healthy. Uh, that's my uh, best answer overall for that one. However, I will throw out that I think that a secondary one is Malcolm Brown for Todd Gurley. You know, I know you talk about Daryl Henderson, and I agree. Henderson has got some serious skills. He's a special type of playmaker. But I think that the Rams, when they want to run the football, if they've got the lead on an opponent, they want a bigger running back like Malcolm Brown. And there's a reason why the Rams matched the offer that the Detroit Lions made for Malcolm Brown during the offseason because he was going to go to Detroit and be, uh, and be a consideration there after the way that he showed last year. And the Rams said, uh-uh, given Gurley's knees, we want him back here. Yeah, I, I'll go a little deeper on this, and I'll say Alexander Madison. I think that out of all the players that 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 are showing signs of you know what they can do, you know, in weeks one and two, and, and have shown us, Madison looks. All, you almost mistake you almost mistaken him for Cook, and I hate to say that because I'm such a Cook fan, and man, Cook is a top three running back right now. But at times you're like, wow, look at Cook run. Wait, that's Madison. Damn, dang, I wanted that run, you know, because because I'm a Cook owner. But it excites me in leagues where I have Madison standalone. I don't own Cook. It uh, it worries me in the one league where I have Cook and, and someone sniped me and took Madison. But in most leagues where I own Cook and I own a lot of shares of Cook, he was on my bold predictions list. Um, he was one of my biggest breakout predictions for 2019. Um, had him in the top five back in January um, when he was a second rounder. He was a late second rounder in early January. But Madison is so important because Cook is a little injury prone. There is that risk. And Madison wouldn't probably miss a beat, Russ. You might go from like Cook being top five to Madison being like number seven or eight out of all running backs in the NFL. Um, So he'd be my number one choice. Well, I'm glad to hear you talk about Dalvin Cook being on your bold predictions for this year because in our fan, in our dynasty league, I drafted him three years ago and have always enjoyed when I've seen him play. It's just that he hasn't played that much. So I'm looking forward to uh, Cook helping me out uh, get myself turned around in that league. Yep. We're going to step aside. Uh, Smitty, we're going to put you on hold. We'll continue to take some more questions. Got some more questions uh, for us to banter about as well. And uh, we'll bring you right up on the other side of this break. Sound Sound, like a plan? Sounds good, Russ. He's Smitty. I'm Russ Bliss. I am live at Santisi Brothers Pizzeria. Okay, we'll put him on hold and uh, talk a little foosball. So hit me with some questions, guys. Should I trade TJ Hawkinson or keep 
him for now. And those just joining, I'm live on CBS Sports Radio. I do this every Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern to 11. And you guys can get involved and ask questions at be on CBS Sports Radio 1580. Uh, CBS Sports Radio, The Fanatic. And we've been doing this show for 23 years. The longest running fantasy football radio show in the world. Let me put that in the graphic up here. Do it justice. Longest running fantasy football radio show in the world. 23 years. Okay. Smitty, have you heard anything regarding AB? Not yet. Not yet, but you can bet I will be alerting all of you the moment I know. If he goes on the commissioner exempt list or something great happens even, um, I will try and go live if I can at that moment. Starting Monty or Damien this week. Damien might not play at all, so Monty's the easy call. Don't forget to click the thumbs up. Punch it. Punch it, Larry. I am a Dalvin Cook owner. Then you are a very happy man, Ray. Kittle or Derrick Henry flex? I'm trying to click that. It keeps moving on me. Uh, Kittle or Derrick Henry? Uh, Derrick Henry for now, but don't be surprised if Kittle gets in there and starts looking like the beast that we know he will be. Enjoying the live stream, Smitty. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Joe. Joe is a long timer. Kyler Murray or Rodgers this week, Smitty. I'm going with A-Rod. I'm not sitting A-Rod. I can't sit A-Rod. I refuse to sit A-Rod. No way. A.B. is playing. He probably will play this week, but don't be surprised if he hits that commissioner exempt list at some, t- at some point. I'm not saying he will. I'm just saying don't be surprised. Damien is out. Should I drop Landry for Debo? I might, man. I know he's a rookie, but come on. These rookies, these rookies anymore can be elite right away. You don't have to play that whole, well, I'll take them next year. Rookies are bomb now. Mike Evans or T.Y.? That is a close one because I like T.Y. He's playing well above his ADP and investment level that you paid and cranked out. But I probably would lean Mike Evans right now. I'm not ready to call Mike Evans not a top 5-7 to one receiver. Juju has not scored yet, and he is not scoring versus the Niners D. Roger, I you might be right, but I'm going to tell you right now, Mason Rudolph is a good thing for this offense, and I know the old Ben would laser lock on a player, but Ben, the old Ben's probably gone, and Rudolph is a good wider, a good QB. Let him prove himself. Should I drop Cam for Stafford or Dalton? Lamar's your QB one. Um, that's a tough one. I guess. Uh, I guess Stafford, but I mean, honestly, Cam could do well any week. He could bomb the next week. Ridley or Godwin? That's a tough one because I love both these guys. I'm going Rid. <sighs> I'm going to ask that one on the show. Ridley Godwin, and I can guarantee you what Russ is going to say. Wow, that's my boy. Oh, we might be live. I guarantee you Russ says wow when I ask him Ridley and Godwin. Guarantee it! Who asked that question? Ridley, Godwin. I want to give you credit on the show. It was uh, Doza from Doza. And he's going to go wow! I know Russ. I know Russ. 
I know a Russism when I see it. We've been doing this thing for 16 years. Godwin. Godwin. Ridley. Psych. Doza says starting both. I'm still asking it because it's a good question. Arizona's new home for the NFL and Super Bowl 54. I'm Russ Blitz, live at Fantasy Brothers Pizzeria and Sports Grill. If you weren't able to make it out tonight, because I will be leaving here shortly, I'm out here for about another 30 uh, minutes or so. Uh, make plans to join me tomorrow night. Catch the Thursday night game. Tennessee taking on Jacksonville. AFC South matchup. We'll see how exactly how that plays out tomorrow night. I'll be here from 5 until 7. I will be in my same spot just before the entrance to the game room inside the restaurant, and I will be wearing a classic Rams jersey. Which one? I don't know. Might even pull up my uh, official NFL throwback Eric Dickerson jersey, the old brighter blue and yellow that they used to wear. So you never know. I got a lot of them. But on the phone, our guest, Smitty, from the Fantasy Football Show and SleeperU.com. Smitty, uh... Let's go ahead and move on to another question, uh, and I'll let you go first. This okay, time. I've got one right here from uh, uh, I believe it's Sock is how you pronounce it. Uh, he's asking John Ross, James White, or Curtis Samuel. You got to pick one. Wow! You know Curtis Samuel taking on the Arizona Cardinals. That's real juicy right there. However, Kyle Allen as the uh, quarterback. That's kind of uh, that's kind of scary. Uh, John Ross for Cincinnati gets the Buffalo Bills. Not exactly a great matchup. And, you know, I know John Ross has been, you know, huge so far through two games. But this is really a time when, and I was going to talk about this when we talked about buy low, sell high. I think it's time to sell high on John Ross. I don't think he's going to be able to continue to keep up what he's been doing. I think that he's going to start coming back down to earth. And now is the time you go ahead and you get the best value you possibly can for John Ross before something happens and he starts being John Ross again. And who was the last one? James White of the New England Patriots? And Curtis Samuel, yeah. So James White was my thinking. Um, you know, a New England running back, you are throwing the dice, in my opinion, whenever you do anything with a New England running back. Yeah. However, that said, they are at home. They are taking on the Jets. The Jets look hapless, helpless, hopeless, kind of like the Dolphins. And we could see a lot of, of running plays in that game. We could see a lot of Sony Michelle. We could see a lot of Rex Burkett. We could see a lot of James White. I think it's James White by default on here. You know, if the matchup was worse, yeah. I might seen a little bit more towards one of the other two. But I agree. I'll take the uh, matchup uh, with, the, with the great matchup. I concur. Uh, got one here from another anonymous uh, person at our text line at 888-368-1580. Uh, Hawkinson or McDonald for tight end and Evans or McLaurin for wide receiver. Well, I'm going to answer the wide receiver question first. Evans. Tampa Bay is primed this week with a great matchup against the New York Giants. The New York Giants are another one of these teams that are a gift to play. 
And now, granted, Daniel Jones stepping in, maybe the rookie lights a fire, but it's still a crappy offensive line. It's still a defense that opponents have been able to run through uh, and throw the football through. So I think that Mike Evans is the definite play over McLaurin. McLaurin is stepping up right now, but he needs to prove it to me. Mike Evans has proved plenty to me. Would you agree or disagree? Smith? Yeah. Uh, do you ever sit Mike Evans? The answer is no. I have a little bu- I have a little button here in the studio, Russ, and you don't sit Evans. In fact, you take a lap when we ring the bell, and you got to run around your building, or if you're at, you're at work, run around your work building. It's your own fault for asking the question. Um, but McLaurin, I love McLaurin a lot, but you don't sit Evans after two weeks. He was a top 15 overall pick, but McLaurin was a, a waiver wire grab. Granted, a really good on the rise player, but a waiver wire grab. Two weeks. That's a knee jerk reaction. What was the other question? Uh, Hawkinson or McDonald for tight end. I've got a personal vested interest in this because I have got both tight ends in one league, and I played McDonald in week one and sat Hawkinson, and it cost me. And then I played Hawkinson in week two and sat McDonald, and it cost me. So I'm real curious what your answer is on this because I need to stay away from this question. Uh, I I think Mason Rudolph's really good, and I think he has a rapport with uh, McDonald. So I, I will say that I'm tempted to say McDonald, but I think Hawk... Looked really good. He didn't just have the stats. He looked the part. And I, I think I'm going to roll with Hawk on this one. But you wouldn't be crazy to say, like, that's the high risk. And if you don't like risky calls, go safe with McDonald, who might might have a, a slight, you know, less upside. But uh, Hawk would be my pick. And I, I really like Hawk. I think it, maybe now is a good time to trade for him if people are thinking, oh, week one might have been a fluke. Maybe you can get Hawk. Because most people that have Hawk, they draft him as their backup. So you might see him as an expendable piece. Awesome. Uh, did you want to give me one more and then yeah. we'll get into the uh, so high? Yeah, I got two for you real quick. I'll throw both of them at you. Mark wants to know Goff, Baker, or Jimmy Graham this week. And then the other one was Ridley or Godwin. And I can remind you of the two. But let's start with uh, let's start with uh, Goff, Baker, or Jimmy Graham. Goff, Baker, or Jimmy Graham. Now, are we talk- we are talking... A flex position, uh, Jared Goff, uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, or Jimmy Graham? I'm sorry, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, did I say Graham? Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> okay. I'm like, wow. He's digging deep That's for his QB. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sorry. sorry. Uh, I think we can discount Jimmy Graham from that particular conversation yeah. altogether. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow. Uh Garoppolo has looked this year what we expected him to look like last year, but however, I am just not going to buy into it because they just beat up on the Cincinnati Bengals. Remember week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team that was supposed to have a pitiful, pathetic defense, and what did we see? A 15-14 game, something like that. It was absolutely just, it was, So I'm going to go ahead and say no on uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Baker and Goff are facing off against each other. I got to go with Goff. I think that uh, Baker Mayfield, something that uh, uh, Gary talked about in the first uh, hour of the program, is that they're not playing Cleveland's offense that they were that they were doing last year, where they were doing more more bunch formations and you know a committed to the running game. They're now running a spread style of offense, and it's getting Baker Mayfield knocked around, bumped around, knocked down. 
I think that I got to I got to go with Jared Goff in this. I think the Rams win this game easily. Yeah, I think Goff's a safer call. Baker's the high. And sometimes Russ, there's just I tell people there's no completely right answer. It's risk versus reward. And if you if you need a risk, let's say you're down or you need to like you're playing an opponent that's going to maybe annihilate annihilate you. You need to go with huge upside. Baker's probably the upside guy with more risk. Goff's your safe play, so I, I go Goff. And the other question was uh, Ridley or Godwin. Wow, Chris Godwin has been tearing it up for Tampa Bay, and Calvin Ridley's done really well for Atlanta. Both have got uh, particularly good matchups this week, but I think I'm going to go with Godwin. Godwin was the guy. Godwin was a top 20 wide receiver this year, and Ridley was probably down around the 30, 35 range in draft. So far, neither one has disappointed you. So why not go with the guy you drafted ahead of the other in Godwin at home against those New York Giants? I, I, I have a poll here. Uh, everybody throw your comment, God, uh, Godwin or, or Ridley, and I'll count them up. But we have 228 people in the room right now, and I'd say it started off Godwin when we first talked about it uh, while we are on hold on the commercial break. And then the, the Ridley started rolling in, and then Ridley kind of, I think, overpowered the vote. I kind of am leaning Ridley. He's been a breakout of mine. I like Godwin too, but Ridley's on my top 10 bull predictions um, that I locked in before the season started. And I think that, that we're going to see him turn into much like we talked about Juju. Now, Juju's a bad example right now because people are all down on him. But the way that that kind of, I don't know, baton was passed between the two, I think I'm not saying Julio will vanish next year, but I think this may be Julio's last year of being absolutely lights out and I think Ridley who could easily get more touchdowns than him this year uh, could uh, could be really looking awesome heading into next year so I think Ridley has that kind of season so now I'm seeing a wave of Godwin I've got a couple Ridleys and then I've got Godwin 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 Ridley uh, Godwin it looks like it's majority Godwin now the Ridleys are coming in I got three Ridleys in a row now I got a Godwin. It's it's torn, Russ. I'm, everybody's torn on it. Yeah, well, that's the way it goes. You ask uh, you ask a hundred experts, you're going to get fifty that say one, and you're going to get fifty that say yeah. the other. Uh, let's go ahead and turn our attention to the buy low, sell highs for week number three. You know, I talked about John Ross as someone that I consider to be a sell high right now. Uh, and I think that as far as a good buy-low candidate with the injury scare, the hamstring strain, I think it's time to steal Devin Singletary from someone. What do you think about those? Um, yeah, Devin Singletary could be a top 10 running back per start once they give him starter carry. So I, I completely agree with that call. And I think people get scared off thinking, oh, we had a little value. Now I'm kind of crushed that he's not playing. So he is a good candidate to go after and, and trade for. And you can get crafty and do like a two-for-two trade and kind of dilute the the focus of, oh, I'm going after Cal, uh, I'm going after Devin Singletary. Um, another couple guys to buy low. There's a lot of big-name guys that I would attack now because, Russ, we've seen it year in and year out. Guys will struggle. And we talked about it before week one. I couldn't wait. And that's one of my favorite times of the year when a couple big-name players struggle for one, two, three weeks into the first part of the year. And then you can go get them, and then they return to form, and you've got a guy that you would have drafted in, you know, 10 spots higher, and you got him on the cheap. Alvin Kamara, everybody's willing to jump ship on this guy right away because they're going to have no Drew Brees until, like, week 10. 
But they weren't utilizing him properly, and I think they turned to the run more now that they have to, to use a combination of Hill and, and Bridgewater. And they'll be efficient enough, Russ, I think, to keep defenses honest, especially Hill being on the field kind of all over the place is going to make defenses go, look, we've gotta, we can't just go eight-man front and crowd the box on Kamara. And nor does Kamara even just run the ball. He's out in the flat, lined up at wide receiver. They utilize Kamara, I think, a lot more than they were and, and he might still have top five running back value. Um, I think Mike Thomas, Mike Evans, and uh, are, are two guys to go by low. And there, there's a couple more, and Zeke Elliott even. So big-name guys are the best players to buy low right now, in my opinion. You know, there, there's so many different candidates that, that you could go after at this point. Two weeks is a very small sample size. Unfortunately, it does represent about one-eighth of the entire season for us. So it's not like as though we've got a lot of time to really debate uh, whether or not it's too soon to be able to tell on certain players or not. But, yeah, I would agree with you on a lot of those. Juju Smith-Schuster, buy low on him too. Why is everybody willing to write him off when he's the kind of receiver, like Antonio Brown was, ironically, same team. He might have learned a lot from him too. Uh, The kind of receiver that can get open on his own. You know, an, an Amari Cooper needs the right quarterback. That's why he's thriving in Dallas, and he was garbage in Oakland. He is not the kind of receiver that Juju is, where Juju will create so much of his own separation, he's going to be open. He's going to figure this. They're going to figure this out. Rudolph is pretty good. I go by Juju all day long. And you could trade, like, third-round players. You could trade a four-net right now for a Juju, and you couldn't even sniff that kind of trade in, in heading into week one. What are your thoughts on Antonio Brown? Brown, of course, has got uh, more uh, accusers now. And I remember you talked last week that you thought that they might go ahead and do the uh, commissioner's exempt list for them. What, what, what's your thought now with the latest allegations? Yeah, I mean, the allegations, I don't think anything's coming out quite yet that's going to make the NFL react and put him on the exempt list when normally they only reserve that list for criminal uh, charges, not sim- civil matters that are being looked into. So the precedent is that because it's civil, he won't be put on the list. But at any moment, Russ, the authorities could say, hey, because the authorities do look at this. If there's an accusation, an extreme ex- accusation like this, even the first one alone, even if you don't consider the second one, the authorities will look at it. And if they deem it to be worthy of interviews and further a further look, they will potentially do that or immediately open an investigation. And, and even if the investigation opens and closes quickly, like the Tyreek Hill one, even at opening will have the NFL, I think, obligated to save face and to not have a bad spotlight on the league itself. They will be obligated to toss him immediately on the commissioner exemplist. So don't be thinking that just because this started off civil, it can't turn in a different direction. And we don't know how this played out. Uh, right now, it's unclear with, if the league's going to do anything. That's the latest report, and we're waiting. We don't know. There was, uh, I think it was 10 hours that accuser spent with the NFL, the first accuser, and, and t- told them the whole story. So we don't know what's going to happen from here. We're kind of waiting to see how the NFL is going to react to that situation in that interview. Smitty, we're just about out of time. Uh, I really appreciate your, uh, your time tonight. Uh, 
Say hi to everyone on the uh, YouTube channel at the Fantasy Football Show, and go ahead and pin the product one more time for us. Yeah, uh, two forty in the room. They're all loving it, Russ. They love this show. They they get excited for it. So they, you know, I'll thank you on their behalf, uh, and uh, I really appreciate you having me on here for sixteen straight years. Uh, it's such, such a fun price. Sleeperu.com, thefantasyfootballshow.com, and YouTube.com slash the fantasy football show you can find me at any of those places but the fantasy football show is growing and uh uh just having a blast and we'll go ahead and we'll make it happen me in your studio uh sometime if not during the regular season maybe during the off season you know it's fun uh joining you on the 24-hour marathon uh, way back uh uh, earlier this year and look forward to doing something like that again with you. Smitty, got to let you go because we're right up against it, but thanks. Best of luck in all of your fantasy leagues. We'll catch up with you next week, my friend. Thank you, Russ. All right, guys. Well, that's a wrap on another successful show. I will stay with you for a few more minutes and answer questions, but that was the longest-running fantasy football radio show in the world. Nobody, no one from ESPN, no one from from the Ballers, nobody has had a show longer than we have. Uh, I started 16 years ago on the show. It's been running for 23 years. Under the command of that man that you just heard, that legend, that dinosaur legend they call Russ Bliss. He's been doing it for 23 years, and he's a superstar. That's how you do it, Marcato. Now hit me with some questions. Bold prediction from Jordan. Jordan says, if I can click on it, you guys keep commenting so fast. Mason Rudolph finishes top 10. That's bold. And I like it. I think he's great, at least per start. I don't, you know, he's got a little bit of a disadvantage. Where are the week three rankings? Bender's asking. Bender, I apologize. I'll have those up. Uh, in a few hours here. I have the QBs up, I believe, already. Uh, little running a little late on sleeperu.com on the weekly rankings. I apologize. It's totally my bad. I promise to make a, a better um, imp- impression on you next week. Uh, so I'll try and have those up by Tuesday. I'm not going to wait until Wednesday, the, the coming week. So that was my bad. My bad. Uh, but I'll work through those and get those up uh, by, I'd say, like, you know, midnight or something. So midnight my time. So in, like, Two to three hours. Super chat from Christopher. Drop Robbie Anderson, Cortland Sutton, Penny, or Jackson. Uh, I drop Jackson at this point. If you have to drop one. Thank you for the super chat, young man. JC says, give Smitty props. Give the thumbs up. Thank you, JC. Um, I didn't click on the right one. Try to click on it. Thank you, JC. Uh, Fantasy Network says, damn good show. Thank you, sir. Super chat from Aiden. Aiden says, nothing. He just wants to super chat because he's the man. Thank you, Aiden. I want to get a a board up here, like a monitor that I can pull over when we have a super chat leader or something and kind of give you guys props for all the super chatting because you deserve to be, like, called out. I know I can do it on screen here, but... Um, thought it'd be kind of cool to have some kind of here monitor here. And also I could do some breaking news here or something. I could also split screen it, but I'm just thinking of different ideas for the show. I also have a surprise for you guys. I do a lot of like talk about fitness and trying to get back in shape. I tore my patellar tendon off my kneecap like over a year ago and gained 10 pounds and 
Now I can't run as good as I used to. It's my fault. I didn't rehab properly. It all started when I, it all started to get worse this year when I started talking bad about Todd Gurley's knee. Karma got me. My knees have been hurting ever since. Every Todd Gurley video I do, my knees hurt a little bit more. And it's okay. I sacrifice for you guys to give you what I believe to be the, the, the most accurate predictions. It's at the cost of my knees. But I have a surprise for you. I'm going to start taking this show in a bunch of different directions. Of course, I'm focusing on football and fantasy football. But I want to do a few like segments here and there that kind of make it entertaining. I don't know if you guys are okay with that. Let me know what you think in the comments here. But I have a guy that on Instagram, he has like 50,000 followers. Um, he did, he did a, a, a video on YouTube for bodybuilder.com. So that's like a 5 million or 2 million follower channel on YouTube. Uh, but the guy teaches you how to do um, muscle ups. So obviously, uh, this is a, a pull-up. This is a chin-up. And a muscle-up is where you do a pull-up. And you do it, and you go up. And then you extend your, lock your arms above the bar, go back down. I can't do those. I can't even get close to doing those. And so I'm going to have this guy train me and assess my ability right then and there on a, either a live or we'll record it and I'll post-produce uh, it, make it a really cool segment. But I'm going to have him assess me and go, Smitty, I think I can get you doing muscle-ups in three weeks, two weeks, one week, whatever. And uh, Doza says, as long as you answer my question. I will, I'll find your question. Post it again, Doza, so I have it right here. Um, so I'm going to have him... On a live, assess my ability and tell me how many weeks. And then I'm going to practice all the things he tells me to practice. And then, boom, I'm going to, Bender says, boo, I hope that's a joke. What are you talking about? So then I'm going to do this muscle up in the two or three weeks. So I'm hoping I can do it. You guys could follow along. If anybody's interested in like fitness, anybody's interested in being able to, uh, that's called climbing a fence. True. Don't drop Sanders. Uh, Bender, where's your question? So if anybody's interested in this kind of stuff, it'll be fun because he'll teach you guys too how to do it. And it, it's not as hard as it sounds. And I've tried to do a muscle up before where I've been hanging from the bar and I've literally tried to go straight up. And the, the key is like, you know, how you do like a C shape around the bar. And he's going to explain that and show me. And hopefully within two or three weeks, we're doing, a lot of us are doing muscle ups and getting more fit and in shape. So hopefully you guys are okay with that. Uh, I'll do a post-production probably thing on it. Maybe not on the live unless you guys want it. Our questions. Ha ha. You answered mine. I don't know what you're talking about, Doza. Derek Derek Penny? Muscle ups take a long time. If you do it in two weeks, would be impressed. Uh, I bet you, I think I've heard that you need to be able to do 12 pull-ups uh, to do a muscle up. And you, it takes practice you know, you can't do it right away, but if you can do 12 pull-ups, which I can't do yet, I can do 12 chin-ups, but pull-ups is like five or seven. If you can do 12 of them, then you have enough muscle to do a muscle-up is what I hear. So, Melvin getting shipped to Miami. I don't know about that, bro. You guys have broken a lot of news on here. I don't know if you're joking. I'm going to go to the newswire right now just in case you're serious, but a lot of you guys try and break fake news on here, and some of you break some amazing news on here. But I don't see it, so I don't believe it. Super chat from Andy. Andy says, 
Best targets for trade as a mix and owner. Go after Mike Thomas. That would be ideal. Go after Alvin Kamara. Give up a little more if you have to. Especially if you picked up some guy that's going crazy and he's like the house's money. Then trade him. Uh, what do you guys think about the, the muscle-up thing? No? Man, go for the muscle-ups. I think it would be fun to do some stuff like that. Have some guests on that can teach us how to do stuff. I have had a guy that I'm trying to get on the show and he won't do it. He's so busy. But he teaches you how to fight. And I thought that would be awesome to have him on and show us some moves and some training and stuff like that. Some head movement. Uh, I thought that would be killer to have him come on and do a free training session on the show. I'm still going to keep asking him, but he keeps saying he's too busy. Uh, but I'm going to start having some guys, uh, some segments like that. So I hope you guys are excited for that kind of stuff. Because it won't be long. I'm not going to take take over the whole show. But I think it would be fun to incorporate some of that craziness into our lives. Yeah, and start a fitness channel. Is that is that your way of saying don't do it, Smitty? No way Melvin will agree to go to Miami. I, I probably would concur on that. I was joking big timer about Drake. Oh, okay. I'm doing the muscle-ups. I, I hope that he doesn't tell me, Smitty, based on my assessment, no. you are incapable of doing a muscle-up. He did tell me in the video that he sent me that muscle-ups aren't is they're hard. But you don't have to be light. You can have a lot of mass. Um, I weigh about 210 to 215. I fluctuate based on what I eat. If I have a meal, I go from 212 to 215. In the morning, I'm like 212. I should be at 198 to 200. That's been my ideal weight for me. And that's how I run good. Um, you know, I fly when I feel like I'm floating when I'm running. Now I feel like I'm dragging a, a, a backpack of bricks. And... Uh, so, you guys train with me. If we do this muscle-up thing, I want as many of you that want to do it to try it while I do it. And then he's going to give us the exercises and we'll work out and do them, whether it takes two weeks, three weeks, whatever. He's going to come back and on my live show, I'm going to do a muscle-up or fail. <laughs> so, that's what we're going to do. Uh, start Olsen or Hawk. I start Hawk, but you couldn't, you're not crazy to go Olsen. Hit the thumbs up. We got uh, like 200 people in the room and drop a, a thumb up. It helps the channel. If I'm helping you at all, it helps me. And if you haven't subscribed yet, usually we have like literally like 60% of the people watching every show have not yet subscribed. Uh, they either just find us or they haven't yet hit the button. Uh, so please hit subscribe. And also, if you guys, I got another thing I want to throw out here to you guys. I will give you a phone call before the weekend. I can't promise it'll be tomorrow or the next day. If you go to this, let me close out this right here. If you guys go to this URL. It's got to be this URL right here, mkf.wid slash smitty. And you deposit the minimum of deposit that they let you do. I don't know if it's $10, $12, whatever, into a monkey knife fight account, daily fantasy football. They're new kids on the block. They are a freaking fantastic way to play DFS. If you guys 
go to mkf.win slash smitty. You've got to go to this link. You can't just go to their site. i got to be able to track it. Go to this link and make a minimum deposit and play DFS because it's fun anyways. You can't do it in certain states. I, If you take a screenshot of your deposit and email me through the site, email me. I will give you an eight-minute phone call and we'll talk muscle up relationships or fantasy football what what's your favorite netflix movie i'll talk whatever for eight minutes whatever you want but it's probably going to be football i imagine if not that could get weird but i'll call you for eight minutes whatever you want to talk about if you want to just yell at me and just scream at me for eight minutes i'll do it i don't care you can call me every name in the book for eight minutes if you didn't like something that i predicted this year um i think i think seven in here i think he's in here like seven is his username. If he calls me up and just wants to scream at me, I'm okay with it. There are two or three of you in here that thumb down every show. <laughs> if you want to call up and yell at me, call up and yell at me. Um, it, I think the minimum is like 10 or 12 or something like that. But whatever it makes you do the minimum, go to mkf.win slash smitty. you got to go to that URL. You can't do it any other way. Screenshot your deposit. Um, you don't have to screenshot any personal information just so I see your deposit and your username or whatever. Screenshot it, email it to me, and I will give you an eight-minute phone call. Anything you want. I'll, if you want me to just say this, I'll, the whole eight minutes. This is my last word. No. I will do that. If you want me to take a lap the entire time, I'll do that. So, mkf.win slash... Smitty, go to that link. Play DFS. It's so fun. Monkey Knife Fight. And I'm going to be giving away apparel soon for Monkey Knife Fight. So look out for that. They have hats, shirts, all kinds of good stuff. I was going to wear that hat today. Drop Fuller for Debo? Yes. Call me and give me relationship advice. I can give you both good relationship advice because I've had, I have that now. Miss Smitty is amazing. I can give you how to, how to, to do things badly. I'm good at that too. I'm good at ignoring my life, and doing these shows too much. I can give you advice on what not to do. Smitty, I'm 240 soon, and I did 10 pull-ups, and I was able to get the form to do the muscle-up. You can get it. 240, and you can do a muscle-up, Chad? That's amazing. Send us a, a video clip of that, and I'll post it. And say, say the fantasy football show, this is my muscle-up, baby, and then do it. But you got to say, I'll post it on, on this show. If you send me the clip, go to Smitty at, send me the video clip, and make sure in the clip you say the fantasy football show, and then do the muscle up. I'll put you on. What running back do you think will get you can get for Hawk? Probably not a lot, man. Uh, I don't know that people are willing to trade a running back for a guy like tight end, a, a tight end like Hawk yet. Maybe they are. I imagine you could maybe get like a. You could try and get a uh, Melvin Gordon, even if you had to give up a little bit and stash Gordon and wait. I imagine you're asking to trade Hawk because he's your second tight end and you have somebody better. So pick two: Hollywood Brown, Boyd, Aguilar, Montgomery, and Woods. Uh, Boyd and in PPR, I would say Boyd. Boyd and, uh, Boyd and Montgomery, but maybe Hollywood if you want to go safe. Montgomery if you want to roll the dice. Got my friend watching for the first time. Can you give a shout-out to Denny? 
Denny, Denny, what's up? There you go, Denny. You're even on screen. Watch this, Denny. Ready? Denny! Kyle, Kyle says hello, Denny. And he says make a trade with him. Looking to trade Kelsey. What is good in return? Uh, Kelsey, you could trade. You could probably get like a. I traded for like a, a Mike Thomas, honestly. Uh, maybe you could trade him and get Kelsey or get a Camaro somehow. If you guys want me to, I'll say I'll say this. We'll come up with a super chat amount too, to where if you want me to call somebody and try and do a trade negotiation for you live on the on the air, I could do that too. I can do that for anybody that that donates uh, or does a twenty dollars super chat. I'll I'll call up your buddy on the, on the live here and I'll offer him whatever trade you want, or I'll say let's get a trade going, bro. Like, what's the holdup? Mike Williams outlook rest of season. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I play him yet. He's got to prove healthy. Have a good night, says Zachary. I'm out of here too. So I appreciate everybody that super chatted. I appreciate all of you. We have over 100 thumbs up. I appreciate that. Please punch that thumbs up on the way out. Join me next week, every Wednesday night, just like tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern to 11, which it's 11 now. 10 p.m. to 11 Eastern, every Wednesday night, I broadcast live while I'm on the air on CBS Sports Radio, which is what you just heard. If you missed it, if you just came in, Make sure you watch the replay. It was a fantastic show, as always, but I do it every Wednesday night here on youtube.com slash the fantasy football show. Please hit that subscribe button on your way out too. Like 60% of you oftentimes are not yet subscribed, but yet you watch it constantly or you just found the show. Please hit the subscribe button. It helps the channel more than I can tell you. And if we get to a certain level, it's going to steamroll and grow. And you guys can all say, I was a part of making this thing into a 100,000 subscriber channel. And I know we'll get there in time. It's a matter of, of when, not if. And you can get it there fast and be a part of it. You could say, I was there when there was like under 3,000 subscribers. I mean, how awesome will it be to say, I was a part of the ground crew that made this uh you know this campaign of getting people to subscribe i was a part of that you guys were a part of that so subscribe hit the thumbs up and get some week three you're listening to the fantasy football show